Attention, all troops. He's alive. Alive. Welcome to the Rapnerless. In honor of today's show, I went out to the local McDonald's and for lunch got myself a six-piece McNugget Happy Meal. And you know what? It kind of did still make me happy. So I just want to say at first that my family were strictly Burger King people for a long time. I think my parents were real big White Castle and Burger Chef people and they kind of moved over toward Burger King. That changed, however, and McDonald's took a more important place in my life when I was still very young. My mother had to start going to a hospital on a regular basis. It was a weekly thing, so I would go with her, I would sit, patiently wait, she would finish with her appointment, and then we would leave, and near the hospital where she was going, there was a zoo and a McDonald's. Now, we didn't always have time to go to the zoo, but she would take me occasionally, but we always made time to go to McDonald's. It was at that McDonald's during these trips that went on for a year, that I had my first Happy Meal. It was the Happy Meal with the interlocking train cars that you would build out. Now, I don't think I really cared about the Happy Meal so much. What I liked was that both myself and my mother seemed to enjoy the same food. Because despite what people say about McDonald's, and they like to say a lot about it, people love the taste of this stuff, and it is really good. So there we would sit, I would get my Happy Meal, She would get her Big Mac, and we would sit in the car, and we would enjoy a simple lunch together. Now, that was the event that made McDonald's special to me, and since then it has occupied a special place in my heart. It was also at this point that I started paying closer attention to the advertising characters of McDonald's. And throughout the years, I have very much enjoyed not only their food, but the commercials associated with them. Especially watching Saturday morning cartoons, you couldn't help but see a commercial that took place in McDonald land. And I have to admit, I still sometimes dream about visiting there. Now on today's show, we're going to talk about McDonald Land. And we're going to specifically talk about all the characters who live there and have made our television watching experience between the things we call shows a little bit more enjoyable to watch. We'll also talk a little bit about the history of McDonald Land, its rise, and sadly, its decline over the years. We have a deliciously info-packed episode ahead of us. So without further ado, let's start the show. Grab the bucket and mop Scrub the bottom and top There is nothing so clean As my burger machine With a broom and a brush Clean it up for the rush Before you open the door Or to shine on the floor When we finish one dance Start all over again Tell me what does it mean At McDonald's it's clean You give them a today So get up and get away To McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's So McDonald's started in the early 70s, and 
It happened at a time when McDonald's was starting to replace its drive through restaurants with the more familiar restaurants that we see today. And at the time, there was a show called H&R Puffin Stuff, very popular. It's made by Sid and Marty Croft. I'm sure it's going to be a podcast unto its own one day. And the company that was handling McDonald's advertising accounts at the time, which was called Needham, Harper, and Steers, which is now known as Omnicon, was trying to get Sid and Marty Croft's permission to use their characters in McDonald's promotions. Now, Ronald McDonald already existed at this point, but they wanted to give it a more magical setting. Well, they started rolling and built this magical land that bared a certain resemblance, especially some of the characters, to the creations of Sid and Marty Croft. Most specifically, the character of H&R Puffin Stuff, who was very similar to the character of Mayor McCheese. McDonald Land, of course, was a bit different because it was all food-based, and it's a magical place where everything is basically a living, speaking version of some food that you could get at McDonald's. According to the commercials, they have volcanoes that pour out shakes, and there are trees that are apple pies, french fries that grow on bushes, and a hamburger patch. That is very similar to the world that Sid Marty Croft had created for their H&R Puffin Stuff character, and they sued McDonald's. McDonald's lost in this lawsuit and was ordered to pay 50 grand to Sid and Marty Croft. Sid and Marty Croft and McDonald's would go back and forth, and when the case was finally settled, McDonald's had to pay them over a million dollars in damages. And sadly, because of this, this magical McDonald land was phased out. Which is probably good because at that time it was getting into the 80s, so the whole phantasmagoria of Sid and Marty Croft had faded enough. Still, it's a shame the McDonald Land at that point became a lot more generic. Also, at that time in the 80s, a lot of the older characters start getting phased out Mayor McCheese, Big Mac the Cop, but other characters are introduced. Birdie the Early Bird, the Happy Meal Guys, and Chicken McNuggets all get turned into characters. In recent years, many of the characters have been phased out completely. And I'm not sure if that, what this is a response to. Maybe they don't want to aim their advertising at children anymore. But it is very rare that you get to see a commercial that has characters that are not Ronald in it. But recently, you did get to see Hamburglar and Grimace in some advertising. But those didn't really take place in the same way that they did in the past. Instead, they seem more geared toward adults who are maybe nostalgic for those characters. When you do see Ronald, he's usually interacting with children alone, not with characters. So we'll talk a little bit about Ronald. Ronald is one of the most recognizable figures on the planet nowadays, and many people have portrayed him over the years. There was basically a local Ronald for every region in the U.S. So the original Ronald 
and this gets debated a lot, was most likely created by Willard Scott. And Willard Scott is the older weatherman on NBC's Today Show, the guy who gives shout-outs to people who live to over 100. A fun and perhaps nerdy fact about myself, I used to love those 100-year-old shout-outs when I was a kid, and before I would go to school, my mom would watch the Today Show, or if I was homesick and the Today Show was on, I would insist that my mother call me in during those 100-year-old shout-outs so that I could be there to see, oh my gosh, that lady lived to 100 years old. Yes, that's whose show you decided to download and listen to. Okay, enough about me. Back to Willard Scott. According to his biography, Scott was playing Bozo the Clown in the 50s in the Washington, D.C. area, and he was approached in the 60s to create a character for three television ads and In his own words, at the time, Bozo was the hottest children's show on the air. You could have probably sent Pluto the dog or Dumbo the elephant over it, and it would have been equally as successful. But I was there, and I was Bozo. There was something about the combination of hamburgers and Bozo that was irresistible to kids. That's why when Bozo went off the air a few years later, the local McDonald's people asked me to come up with a new character to take Bozo's place. So I sat down and created Ronald McDonald. Now, at the same time that this is happening, there's a clown in California who worked in the San Fernando Valley who also claims to have invented the Ronald McDonald character. And his name was George Voorhees, and he claims to have invented it with someone named Terry Teen. Now, McDonald's doesn't claim that anyone created Ronald. According to McDonald's, the smile known around the world, Ronald McDonald's, is second only to Santa Claus in terms of recognition. His first TV appearance in 1963, The Happy Clown, was portrayed by none other than Willard Scott. So they say he was portrayed, but it doesn't say he was created by. Although, in March of 2000, McDonald's Northeast Division President Henry Gonzalez thanked Scott for creating Ronald McDonald during a tape tribute to Scott on the Today Show. Now here's a clip of Scott playing Ronald McDonald in one of the earlier Ronald McDonald advertisements. Introducing the world's newest, silliest, and hamburger-eatingest clown, Ronald McDonald. Now, where is that clown? Oh, Ronald. 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 Hey, Ronald. Here I am, kid. Hey, isn't watching TV fun? Especially when you got delicious McDonald's hamburgers. Ronald, you can't be on TV and watch it at the same time. Now, come on and meet the boys and girls. Oh, we've already met. I know we're going to be friends, too, because I like to do everything boys and girls like to do. Especially when it comes to eating those delicious McDonald's hamburgers. A magic tray here keeps me well supplied. McDonald's hamburgers, french fries, and milkshakes. Watch Bobby on TV. We'll have lots of fun. He's Ronald McDonald, the hamburger happy clown. A McDonald's drive-in restaurant is his favorite place in town. Pretty crazy, huh? Well, over the years, Ronald McDonald has been played by many people. At any given time, there are dozens to hundreds of actors retained to play Ronald McDonald's in restaurants and events across the country. But for national television commercials, they try to keep one person on call so that it's consistent. And here are the people who have portrayed him over the years. Ed Willard Scott, Bev Bergeron, George Voorhees. And I'm not sure if I'm saying George Voorhees' name right because it's V-O-O-R-H-I-S. So maybe it's Voorhees. Maybe it's Voorhees. Maybe I should have been saying it Voorhees. My apologies, George. Yet Ray Rayner, Bob Brandon, King Moody. King Moody is... 
I think the one that I'm most familiar with. Squire Friddell, Jack Dobke, David Hussey, Joe Maggard, and Brad Lennon, who's currently playing Ronald McDonald. Of course, anyone who is going to play Ronald McDonald has to go through special training, and they need to use identical mannerisms and have a similar costume. So it's not something you just throw on. Now here's one of my favorite Ronald McDonald ads. I love it because it captures that 70s ecology craze that was sweeping this country so perfectly. Who's our favorite hamburger clown? I feel good. I'm recycling papers for ecology. Don't feel too good, Ronald. What? Who are you? Don't you remember? I'm your conscience. Oh, hi. I tell you when you do something wrong. Well, what's wrong with recycling paper? Nothing, but you left the TV set on. Bentley's charging. Oh, I forgot. Hold this thing for me, will you? Hey, wait a minute. There, that's taken care of. How about some help? Oh, sorry. Turn off that hot water faucet. Tight. Conscience, you're tough. You gotta be tough, Ronald. Saving energy is important. It certainly is. And don't you forget it. I won't. Uh, conscience. Yes? Shut the door. You're wasting heat. Gee, Ronald, you're tough. See you at McDonald's. Ronald McDonald. So there are lots of other characters in McDonald Land. And some of them have never even appeared in commercials. One that is notable, and it's a recent creation, is Sunday, Ronald's dog. And he's a puppet that appears in the wacky adventures of Ronald McDonald. And it's a bizarre creation. If you haven't seen the wacky adventures of Ronald McDonald, you really should, because it is unusual to say the least. Here's a little clip featuring Sunday. Oh, Sunday, it's me! Oh, sorry, Ronald. Hey, you're gonna give yourself nightmares watching that stuff. Well, I can't stop now. The dinosaurs are eating their way through Central Park. Is that Attack of the Dinosaurs? Why didn't you tell me? I love that movie! So consistently, one of my favorite characters over the years is the large purple character known as Grimace. Now, he was first introduced in November of 71 as the evil Grimace. And... In his first two appearances, he was depicted with two pairs of arms, and he would steal shakes and sodas. Fortunately, he was rehabilitated and was reintroduced in 1972 as one of the good guys. And he lost his really bizarre face, and his forearms were reduced to two. Here's a clip from one of his earlier appearances. It was a gloomy day in McDonald's land. No coke, no shakes. Because the evil Grimace had grabbed all the cups. You, uh, where's the Coke? Uh, where are the shakes? Thinking quickly, Ronald disguised himself as a mailman. And a special delivery for E. Grimace. Oh, oh, oh my! Ah, I've been picked for the McDonald Land Beauty Contest. Discovered at last. Picking his nicest swimsuit, off he went. Now let's get these cups back to McDonald's so we can have some triple thick shakes and icy cold Coca-Cola. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Where's the contest? Remus was played by Terry Cassilli and voiced by Frank Welker in most commercials that you see. Grimace's 
generally well-meaning, kind of simple guy, clumsy, and probably the best friend and comic foil to Ronald McDonald. In 1977, we learn that Grimace has an extended family, and we get to meet Uncle O'Grimacy, who was used as a advertising character to pitch McDonald's shamrock shakes. Now, O'Grimacy is the Irish uncle of Grimace, and hence has a Irish brogue. I love shamrock shakes, so every year I would look forward to seeing Uncle O'Grimacy make an appearance. And I still remember when this first commercial appeared. Ronald, everything looks green. Oh, green butterfly. Uh, I'm green footprint. Uncle O'Grimacy. Hello, boys. I'm back. And I'm painting everything green to match the shamrock shakes. Shamrock shakes are back? Yum. Let's celebrate at McDonald's. Another very famous character is one who appeared in March of 1971 and was one of the first villains to appear in the McDonald Land commercials. And he would be consistently a villain in some way, although a lot less threatening as time went on. And he was the Hamburglar. The Hamburglar loved to steal hamburgers, and who wouldn't? As the McDonaldland line has become streamlined, Hamburglar was still managed to hang on, although not as strongly as Grimace. Now, the Hamburglar was played by both Frankie Delfino and Tommy Vicini from 1971 to 1992. Delfino would play him in commercials from 71 to 91, and Vicini played him from 92 to 2003. Hamburger was voiced by Howard Morris in most of the early commercials, and in the commercials in the 80s, was voiced by Charlie Adler. Getting into the 90s, some of the commercials were voiced by Carl Wolfe. Here's an example of the Hamburglar in action. Ronald McDonald and friends in the Hamburglar Touch. Ronald Cheeseburgers! That Hamburglar wishes everything he touches would turn to McDonald's cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers? Touch cheeseburger! Rob a big cheeseburger. Don't touch Grimace. Oh, boy. Touch my face. It's a good time for the great taste. You haven't touched your cheeseburgers. (laughs) Now, the thing about McDonald Land is that it had long been dominated by male characters. Then in February 1980, Birdie the Early Bird showed up and was created to show that McDonald's was having breakfasts which was a huge event. Birdie's a kind of clumsy, not a good flyer, still a very likable character. Who wouldn't love a yellow bird wearing a giant pink jumpsuit and a flight cap and scarf? Actually, I challenge you to find anyone who doesn't like a character in a flight cap and a scarf. You put a flight cap and a scarf on any animal, and it is almost instantly adorable. Here's a little bit of Birdie the Early Bird in action. The day Birdie, the early bird, learned how to fly, starring Ronald McDonald and friends. Look, it's Birdie! Oh, look, oh, on a day bright and blue. Level, level! Oh, Ronald, I'll never learn how to fly! We'll help you! You flap your wings while we toss you up and down! So she flapped, and they tossed. What? I'm still on the ground! Hamburglar gave her a balloon, but it went boom. Then Grimace had a plan. How about a friend? But nothing worked. She couldn't fly. Oh, Birdie, don't cry. I'll walk. That's the way it'll be. Birdie was played by Patty Maloney and voiced by Russie Taylor in the commercials. And in the Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald, 
She was voiced by Christine Cavanaugh. If you were anything like me, you loved McDonald's french fries as a kid. The hamburgers are okay, and I like them a lot more now. I really like Chicken McNuggets, but when I was a kid, I was a total french fry addict. Hence, the fry kids were very popular. They would also be known as the fry guys. When they were introduced in 1972, though, they were called goblins and liked to gobble up other characters' french fries. In 83, their names were changed to the Fry Guys, and then in 1987, they became the Fry Kids. Around the same time, the Fry Girls were introduced. Now, the Fry Guys are these shaggy, ball-like creatures with long legs and no arms, so they just must be all mouth underneath all that shag to eat all these french fries. Even when the characters were streamlined in the 80s, the Fry Guys stuck around, and you could still find them in commercials well into the 1990s. Over the course of time, they have been voiced by Kath Sosi, Paul Greenberg, and Nika Futterman. Now let's listen to some Fry Guy action. The Fry Guys! Bye-bye! Give back those fries, guys! Give back! A mop! Uh-huh! Oh, boy! <laughs> Share your fries? Sharing McDonald's french fries is fun for the whole family! Fries, guys! Now, the character that caused a lot of trouble for McDonald's was Mayor McCheese, who was an enormous cheeseburger who was the mayor of McDonald Land. Which I'm real surprised that Ronald didn't take that title, but I guess Ronald is busy with all his corporate entanglements and didn't have time for politics. He's a giant cheeseburger-headed thing with a sash, spectacles, kind of bumbling and incompetent. Mayor McGee stayed within the McDonald Land commercials till about the mid-80s, although he did appear in the wacky world of Ronald McDonald in the late 90s. He was voiced by Howard Morris, who was impersonating Edwin in the commercials, and by Bob Joles, who was also impersonating Edwin in the Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald. Now let's have a listen to Mayor McCheese. Well, well, election time in McDonald land. Mayor McCheese is making speeches. Greetings, friends. What this place needs is more, uh... Uh, cheeseburgers. Uh, cheeseburgers, yeah. They're delicious, honest. Uh, self-winding, you know. Trustworthy. Trustworthy. Meanwhile, a hamburger is stuffing the ballot box. And his pockets. Uh, how's about a cheeseburger with every apple pie? Or maybe with every bag of french fries. Yes! In every club compartment. No, 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 no. Every meal, in everybody, you know. Well, McGee's has been re-elected. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But then, nobody can beat a McDonald's cheeseburger. So I was talking to my family, and it turns out I was a really big Officer Big Mac fan, which is weird since I didn't eat Big Macs. Maybe it was because I was a big Adam-12 fan. I just like cops, so... I liked this big police officer. Officer Big Mac is law and order in McDonald land. And it seems like you need a lot of law and order when you have people like the Hamburglar and Captain Crook running around. Now, he did a really good job on rehabilitating all these characters because he was dropped in the mid-80s. And the weird thing is, is there's not a lot of commercials of him online. So it was kind of difficult to find one. But here's a little sample of Officer Big Mac. While you listen to this, keep in mind that Officer Big Mac looks a lot like Mayor McCheese, has a Big Mac for a head, 
and a police outfit. So let's give him a listen. Do you think Ronald will make it to McDonald's in time? He always does, you know. Do you really think he'll make it to McDonald's? I hope so. One of the enemies of Officer Big Mac was Captain Crook. Captain Crook was a pirate who appeared very early in McDonald Land back in 1970. He looks a bit like Captain Hook from the movie Peter Pan. Now, he's a lot in common with Hamburglar in that he likes sandwiches, but his love is for the filet of fish sandwich, which he constantly tries to steal from the citizens of McDonald Land. Luckily, Officer Big Mac is often there to catch him. One of the great things about him is that he's able to understand the Hamburglar and can translate for him. In the mid-80s, Captain Crook went the way of Officer Big Mac and Mayor McCheese. During his run, he was voiced by Lenny Weinrib. And here's a little bit of Captain Crook in action. Ronald, the Hamburglar took all the McDonald's cheeseburgers in town! Ooh, that's smarts. I'll get him. How, Ronald? Well, of townspeople, whoever captures the Hamburglar gets a delicious McDonald's cheeseburger. That's a great reward. I have to live, mates. There he goes. What are you doing in jail? I want to want to own the cheeseburger. He says he captured himself to get the reward. A character who has made appearances throughout McDonald Land doesn't get a lot of love is the professor, who is this bearded mad scientist type character in a lab coat, who first appeared in 1971, and I remember him still making appearances into the 80s, although he looked different at that point. The professor was voiced by Howard Morris in the 1970s, and Andre Stoika in the 1980s. It's a great fun character, and if they were making a Ronald McDonald TV show that was of any decent quality, I could see The Professor being a great launching of many fun adventures. Here's a commercial featuring The Professor. Professor's top secret laboratory is around here somewhere. Ah! Hi, Professor! Ronald, you're just in time to meet my new invention. I'm the Chicken McNugget Diplomatic. It dips McDonald's Chicken McNuggets into your choice of four sauces. Here goes. Oh! Oh, God. What happened to the McNugget? He couldn't wait. I ate them all. I knew it is more. McDonald's, Ronald and you. In the 70s, when we were first visiting McDonald Land, we saw the hamburger patch. And, and at this point, I'd like to play a clip from a surviving making of a Ronald McDonald Land commercial from the 70s. And they talk a little bit about the hamburger patch and a little bit about the production and the characters. It's a really great piece of history. It's a couple minutes long, so bear with it because you're going to get a lot of information. And I think you'll find it quite interesting. I'll be back. And so, uh, in thinking about where this little society could live and operate, uh, we came up with the concept of a gigantic set in which the uh, McDonald's food items and menu items were the chief uh, elements and landmarks, which gave us uh, volcanoes, uh, mountains that uh, erupt with uh, strawberry and chocolate and vanilla shakes. 
lakes. There's a uh, fillet of fish lake where little fish sandwiches leap out of the water. And French fries grow in bushes in McDonald Land, and hamburgers grow in patches. You like coming to this park? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love coming to McDonald's. Do you? You like the food too? Yeah, I love it. Do you? I smell it. it smell you smell it? Yeah, we smell the hamburger. Smell a little bit. So good. I love. Oh, I love everything. Big Mac. I like. Yeah. I like milkshakes. Do you? The first one I did for McDonald's was about three years ago, and it was uh, a musical thing called cleanup in which the guys cleaned the place up and we didn't have any product in that uh, that what we were selling there was the the hygienic appeal of McDonald's and that marvelous song you deserve a break today uh, coupled with the individual personalities and talents of these particular guys shut up please okay go see them wiggle off of this one he says, we just pretended that McDonald's was closed. Aha! So you can have all the hamburgers and fillet every services for yourselves, huh? Come, 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 come. He says, right. You're welcome. Right, now, don't take such a beat on that. Yeah. Gobble. He says, thank you. You're welcome. He, say, he says, you're welcome. Yeah. Well, that's for right. just that much. I will. Huh? Let Frankie pick this one up a little faster, okay? Well said, Mayor McGee. Well said, Mayor McGee. Go! He said, thank you. You're welcome. He says you're welcome. <laughs> All right, that's what it means. That's not okay. Ready to go. 88 up. 88. 88. 88. I'll start with my last. And shh. Yeah. Roll. This is really going to be exciting. 88. I'm going to watch it. That's good. Okay. Have some fun with it. Ready? Go. Uh, let's, let's see them wiggle out of this one. Come on, come on, come on, come on. He says we were just pretending McDonald's was sold out. Aha, uh -huh, so you can have all the hamburgers and filet fish sandwiches for yourselves. Come on, come on, come on. He says, right. What did he say then? He said, uh, he's sorry and so on. Then we all should have a McDonald's cheeseburger or something. I'll leave a treat. Well said, Mary McCheese. Come on, come on. He says, thank you. You're welcome. He says, you're welcome. And I say, cut. Sold out? That's what the sign says, you know. Something fishy going on around here. Ah, it's Captain Crook. And the Hamburglar. Let's see them wiggle out of this one. He says we just pretended it was sold out. Oh, so you can have all the hamburgers and filet of fish sandwiches for yourself, huh? He says, right. What'd you say that? He said he's sorry. I'm so am I. Let's all have a McDonald's cheeseburger or something. I'll treat. <laughs> well said, Mayor McCheese. He says thank you. He's welcome. He says you're welcome. That's pretty cool, right? So, in the 80s, we were introduced to new characters. We had the Happy Meal Gang. The Happy Meal Gang was introduced to promote the ever-popular Happy Meal. The Happy Meal hamburger was voiced by Bob Arbogast. The fries were voiced by Jeff Winkless and later Bob Bergen. And the drink was voiced by Hal Smith. And here's a commercial featuring the Happy Meal gang. <laughs> Free ride! 
right, bull. Okay. The McDonald's Happy Meal guys. Roger, hamburger. Fries. And soft drink. All oh, regular size. size. How do you like the ride so far? Ride? What ride? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> One's for the king's castle. One's for the king's show. One French water. You get one of five different Happy Pails when you buy McDonald's Happy Meal. And one for the king. <laughs> you can collect all five Happy Pails at McDonald's. Later, the Happy Meal gang would be joined by the McNugget Buddies, who were introduced in 1989. In the commercials, the McNugget Buddies were voiced by Hal Rail. You can listen to a little bit of Hal's voice in this commercial. Here's Ronald McDonald. It's a good time for fun with McNuggets. That's us! How do McNuggets visit outer space? In flying saucers. <laughs> if Chicken McNuggets played music, what would it be? Chunk rock. It's a good time for the great taste of McDonald's McNuggets. In the mid-80s, another character appeared called Cosmic, who was a temporary character, sort of a throwaway, who appeared in a large spacesuit, talked like a surfer, and was featured in a series of McDonald's commercials. Probably the most notable thing about Cosmic is that he was voiced by Frank Walker. And here's a commercial featuring Cosmic with Frank Walker as the voice. Ronald McDonald and friends in the story of Cosmic. One day, a strange object landed in McDonald Land. Look! A silver flower pot! Oh, that's no flower pot, Grimace. Who's there? Hi, ho, Earth people. Cosmic here. I popped in from outer space on a trade mission. Trade? Okay, I'll take this and trade you that. I get it. Trade! Okay, I'll take this and trade you that. <laughs> Boy, he moves fast. How about joining us in a picnic? I've got the McDonald's cheeseburgers, fries, and shakes. All right, trade you these for the lunch. Bye-bye. What was Ronald to do? Yeah, what? I'll save our lunch with my McMagnet. Cosmic couldn't hide. He was pulled by Ronald's McMagnet. What do you say we share? Now you've got the idea. Deliciously awesome. I've got to tell my people about McDonald's cheeseburgers. Later, dude. So Cosmic took off. Wow, what an incredible experience. Oh, right. I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's a good time for the great taste of McDonald's. In 1992, they did these making movies commercials and introduced a character named Bernice. And she ate inedible things. And while a minor character, here she is in the commercial. Ronald McDonald, we want you to film this movie! Good <laughs> thing I have this magic movie kit. The camera is rolling! Action! Cut! We need to read the script first. <laughs> Bernice ate it! Oh, oh no! no. But what's our movie about? Let's take an x-ray. There's a clue. The letter K. Anyone know a word with the letter K? Yes, as in kiss this movie goodbye. To be continued. Now another set of characters that were very minor appeared in very few commercials, but were memorable were the wastebaskets, who were in a 1970s commercial about throwing trash in wastebaskets, because in the 70s, we didn't have to throw trash in wastebaskets at all. We just threw it out our windows. It's a huge pile of trash reaching up to my second floor bedroom of my house. It was a great time to be alive. Here's a commercial featuring the wastebaskets, teaching us a very important lesson. When you go to McDonald's for all those good things to eat and drink, 
be sure you stop and think about what to do when you're through. Don't forget to feed the wastebaskets, because they're hungry too. That's right, we are. And we'd like to ask a favor of you. Would you mind letting us have the paper, please, when you're through? It's a special little treat when we get to eat the paper. Yes, indeed. So if you've got a cup or a napkin or bag that you don't think you need, don't forget to feed. Don't forget to feed the wastebaskets at McDonald's. Now, tell me if you remember this. When the clock strikes half past six, babe, time to head for golden light. It's a good time for a great taste dinner. In 1986, McDonald's wanted to show that it was going to have later hours and wanted to cater it to adults. So they invented a McDonald Land character made for adults, and they named him Mac Tonight. And he sang that song all the time, which is based on Mac the Knife, which was made popular by Bobby Darren. Now, while Mac Tonight is a McDonald Land style character, he doesn't really appear in traditional McDonald Land advertisements, but because he's kind of in that same boat, I thought I would include him. Because I remember singing that song, and still occasionally I see Mac Tonight advertisements on drive throughs of restaurants. I always get kind of excited when I see it for some reason. Now, I think it was in the late 90s that there's a character called I Am Hungry who was introduced. And I Am Hungry, who was voiced by Jeff Lupiton, was the self-proclaimed vice president of snacking. It was this sort of floating green fuzzball with orange arms and a monster face. And when Ronald was having a very nice meal with some kids, this monster would appear and start pestering everybody until he was fed, sort of like I do. Just about any time I'm invited over for dinner at people's places. Here's a little bit of I Am Hungry in action. I am hungry! Look! I am hungry. What? See that? No, no, no. I am hungry. Oh, that's his name. You got it. Give me food. Oh, yeah. Not so fast. Who turned out the lights? Ooh, nice shorts. Yeah. Tui. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Heads up. Come on. I want lunch. Now, I know a lot of people complained about McDonald Land because it was targeted at children. And it was telling them that they should eat this food that maybe is not the best for them. And maybe that's true. But at the same time... Here was this interesting creation, and yes, it was created by ad people, but it was a creation that ran between what I would call entertainment on television, and it was still entertaining. In fact, it was sometimes kind of magical in a way. But nowadays, these commercials run with Ronald McDonald in them, and they're just not fun anymore. It's as if the advertising people are trying to make a commercial that the parents will approve. And as a person who was once a kid, I still remember that Anything your parents approve of is just really not going to be a thing that appeals to you. So I encourage McDonald's to bring back all their characters and make commercials that are fun, that tell a story. 
I don't want to see Ronald as an extreme skier unless he's chasing the Hamburglar who stole his cheeseburger. I don't want to see Ronald telling me to eat apple slices unless there's an apple slice monster somewhere. These characters and the commercials they were in are classic for a reason. They were creative and interesting, plus they got the job done. Well, this show took a lot longer to record than I thought it would, so now I'm going to take a break, do some mixing, do some editing, and I think to celebrate, I'm going to head over to McDonald's and have a late night snack. Maybe Mac tonight will be there. What a great day for singing our new song. Good time, good time, great taste, great taste. That's why this is our place, our place. Thanks for listening to the show. For more retro fun, drop by the website, www.retroist.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at facebook.com slash retroist and twitter.com slash retroist. If you want to discuss McDonald Land, McDonald Land characters, anything McDonald's, you can drop by the Retroist forum. It's at retroist.com slash forum. We'd love to hear any of your opinions on any of these characters. There's a great group of people there. I had a little problem with iTunes last week that I think is all straightened out, and this episode should download normally. If you're listening to the show, I encourage you to check your links, make sure it's all working right, and if it's not, please send me an email. If you're enjoying the show, if you've got some time, maybe you could drop by iTunes and give the Retroist a little bit of a rating. We'd appreciate it. Five stars. And as always, thanks for listening to the show, and I hope you have a great weekend. Rubble, rubble, rubble. This has been a retrospective production. Goodbye.